This is a podcast. We talk about running. We talk about other things too. So please come and join us. We hope you enjoy this. This is on the bake. Hello again, listeners. We appear to be back with On The Bake Foot with another fantastic guest. But first of all, we need to talk about cross country. Cannon Hall, um, near Barnsley, was the venue. And unfortunately, well, I'll talk to you a little bit how, how the race went. I was... Um, well, first of all, I, I got the great acclaim of being the first Totley, uh, Totley male. Um, oh, it was one of those days, wasn't it? It was one of those days where I arrived. I arrived pretty late for the race. I think I was, I think I was messing around trying to finish the Tom Savile podcast, getting that out. And then I looked at my clock and I thought, oh God, you need to get yourself to Barnsley, mate. So I uh, got my gear together and got out the door, arrived with about, I think I only had about 20 minutes before the race, Um, maybe half an hour. It wasn't a long warm up, that's for sure, but I felt good in myself. I I felt relaxed. I felt, you know, I felt like I was looking forward to this. I really enjoy the warm-up move, the karaoke. Enjoy a few little head movements, nice relaxed, you know, arms swaying, rotating those hips, bit of quality classical music on the headphones, lovely stuff. So I was, yeah, I was just taking it all in, all nice and warmed up, and I thought, why don't we try and build on last cross-country? Why don't we... I think I finished 18th, so why not, you know, I don't think I've got slower for any reason in the last two weeks, so why not see how you go at this one. And out I went, I didn't think I'd gone off crazy, uh, the first lap felt pretty good, felt pretty steady on the uphill, relaxed on the down, but like a lot of races that are laps for me, I find that, yeah, I find it mentally tough sometimes. And in this race, I seemed to fade away a little bit after the first lap, realizing I think I had to have two more, two more, three more, something silly like that. I think it was three laps of the course. And anyway, um, yeah, I dropped from somewhere in the top 20 uh, on the first lap. And it just felt like I was sort of swimming in treacle, couldn't really get runny, get moving. Tried not to resign myself that, you know, to totally give up, but I just didn't, I was not feeling it. So I just carried on for the, for the three laps and, you know, sort of said to myself, well, it's all right, mate, you're here, you've done it. You've got out to the race, you know, keep going, keep working and uh, be the odd person passing me. And (laughs) there was some, some older chap was running along and he obviously wasn't enjoying it too because the spectator said, now nah, come on, I mean, you know, you could just be on the sofa like uh, like most other people on a Sunday. 
And as I passed him, I said, yeah, I'd prefer to be on the sofa myself, to be honest. And uh, we came to the last lap. And like I said, I've been fading throughout the race. I've been slowing, not feeling it. But I thought, come on, keep it honest. So up to the last bend, we went up this hill. And just as I rounded the bend, I could hear two people had got on my shoulder. And they came they came past and I thought, come on, mate, you've got to have a little bit more. You've got to give you got to give some at the end of it. It's all pretty much downhill from here. And I sort of gave it a bit of a bit of oomph. And um, yes, yeah, so we rounded the bend. I realised I was going to catch those two two lads up or at least I, I had a chance of it. Um, and I went sprinting round and I caught level with the second of them. And I really chased him right to the line, you know, as in like, let's get right on the line. Let's get in this. Let's, you know, it's really worth it. Let's really go for it. But unfortunately, in this enthusiasm, I kind of, they they really narrow the line. I don't know why, but the finish line is actually like a metre wide. And in the kerfuffle of trying to get past him, I didn't get past him. In fact, I just ended up, accidentally really like well I don't think I pushed him I don't remember touching him but he ended up running into a uh the tape and a pole and falling over to the floor um he looks I'm 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 thinking actually in in reflection he's probably in his mid-20s but you know when you get older and you start thinking everyone looks really young in my eyes he looked like a teenager so there I am thinking that I've just absolutely bullied some poor lad who's just trying to have a nice Sunday cross country and some stupid totly oaf has gone and taken him out at the uh, at the last line. So yeah, I had a rubbish race and then I took somebody out and um, there were paramedics there who, <laughs> they seemed more amused to be honest. I mean, I checked on the lad and he said he was okay. Um he did spend a little bit of time just sat down after the race, just contemplating the experience. I think he just raced pretty hard to beat me and deservedly so. Um, and I think, you know, I will be complaining to the South Yorkshire cross country if they so ask get my place wrong and, uh, you know, put me ahead of him. Because clearly playing dirty like that, I don't think it should be allowed. Anyways, that's enough about my running we have a great guest today we have matt elkington of ambleside athletic club and i really felt like johnny muir when he goes to um visit the monarch of the ben and you know i got to see behind the uh, scenes i got to see matt's house in ulverston not giving the address away sorry matt i'm probably giving too much information there got seen his uh in his kit room which obviously for the listener is going to be an incredible experience, you know, two men standing in a room full of trainers. And um, got to have a catch-up. Well, I say catch-up. Me and Matt are not sure if we've ever spoke before, but we had a good chat before we started recording. Um, He's a lovely chap. He is a very, very good athlete, hence him being the English Fell champion. And he was very welcoming. He gave me a piece of cake. He gave me a couple of cups of tea. He <laughs> showed me his training plan. And 
he also showed me a great map that he'd made prior to Langdale. Uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I had a lot of fun making it. And I thank you guys again for coming to listen in. Here we go with Matt Elkington on On the Bakefoot. Start recording then. So uh, I'm here today with Matt Elkington, the English fell running champion this year. You might have heard on the Langdale preview uh, a little bit of talking that that great day up. So where better than to start? Why don't we start talking about how was Langdale Horseshoe for you, Matt? Uh, yeah, pretty pretty good. <laughs> um, as as like races go, I think it went pretty much like as well to plan as anyone ever has for me. I think. Um, set off it set off like quite slowly on that like flat run out before the fell. Um, then Dan sort of sprinted off randomly and yeah. then ran the wrong way just to like amuse us early on. I think. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying he was a bit stressed, but I think <laughs> I think he was in his own head quite a lot of it. To be honest, yeah. um, like there was a bit of sledging going on the start line, and I don't think that was really needed. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't think it had collapsed anyway. Um, and then there was like Jebby came past us on the climb up to Thunaker because I've heard about this. Yeah, we were just dying a bit. I think no, I don't think because like me and so me and Dan just needed to beat each other. Yeah, and then Brennan sort of needed to win and us be like fifth or sixth I think mm-hmm. so I think there was a lot of like normal let's take it out really yeah um, so yeah we, we were going half with Thunaker and Jebby came past and was like you guys out for like a Sunday slow run or something like that um, but like the moment it was started going downhill it's fine because Jebby can't go downhill anymore <laughs> he can go uphill really well but yeah can't go downhill um, so yeah we got to the top of Thunaker in like a group of five so and then they were sort of down to four of us by like across Mark Cragmore and it was like me uh, Brennan Dan and Donnie Clark um, yeah. and yeah got some water off Finley Grant there and yeah that's four of us isn't it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're right like on that and there's that like sort of diagonal climb up from Sticklewheels Sticks Pass mm-hmm. that. Um, and that was that was pretty chill still and then we got to like that path up from yeah are you hesitating over the word because it's not much of a path more like a oh well, no no the proper the proper path okay from angle time yeah time yeah. yeah yeah so we got to that and everyone's still together yeah but dan like went straight to the front and like started like like put that sort of put the pace up a lot yeah um which i was kind of expecting because i was like if i was i obviously like wrecked it a lot before yeah um if you were gonna do and i was that. like if i was dan like that's where I'd, I'd there and the first time at Thunder Canal, that's where I'd like get after it because like he's such a like a good runner that yeah. use the uphill stuff. Um, so I'd, I was really happy when we got up to Thunder Canal and we were still together because like, oh, that's like one yep. big bit that I'm not going to like over with. And so we got to there and yeah, I was just like, he was at the front and I was just like staring his ass basically, like hang on as best you can. Um, <laughs> and like it, it hurt, but like, you know, it's gradually getting close to the top and yeah. he, he wasn't getting away and we punched S Cow Shelter. And I sort of let him go first because I was like, oh, if he's going to run off the wrong direction, I'll let him, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he didn't, he knew where he was going. So, we, and then we got off the path and I just got in front and I started, yeah, like I knew that was where I wanted to push the pace a lot because yeah. I quite like the rougher stuff. And yeah. So, yeah, just sort of went for it there and 
Like yeah, I didn't know. I, I'd been up for a yeah, few weeks talk. before. No, no. Don't I'm let really, me monologue. <laughs> no, no, this is exactly what we want. We want to hear it from, from you, but I might interject every now and then. I'd been up a couple of weeks before with a good friend of mine, Colin and Jake, and Jake was taking us along that bit. Yeah. And it reminded me of like, you know, being a teenager in Devon when you're going along like the beach and yeah. it's just crappy rocks yeah. and you're going across them and you're like, well, this can't be the quickest way. And I kept looking down and I was like, maybe it'd be better down there. But really like, you know, it's even on the horseshoe map, isn't yeah. it? It's like, you'll think yeah. this can't be the path, but it is. <laughs> yeah. So that's the section that you're talking about. Like, yeah. And you enjoy that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and yes. Especially compared to like Dan and Brennan and Donnie, like I knew that's where I'd be yeah. stronger than them, relatively speaking. Like, I didn't know whether I'd be trying to catch them. Like before the race, you know, you'd be trying to catch them up at that point. They yeah. might have like gone off ahead. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so because we were together, it was like, yeah, like managed to push off the front. And like, I could still hear voices behind me, so I didn't think I got much of a gap. And we came up to um, All Gap, and I was kind of like sort of waiting for them to reappear. And I took mm. like a. Um, like up to Bowfell, I take quite like close to the touristy path. Yeah. And I take like quite a grassy line off the right. And yeah. I was just waiting for those guys to like appear on the other path and like have caught me. Um, and I was like, I was like praying. I was like, oh, that'll be a really good time for some clag to come in. Cause like yeah, yeah. when you've got like a tiny little gap, um, that's when you want it. And like it was because I was driving up in the morning thinking, like, oh, I wish it'd be cloudy. Yeah. I wish it was cloudy. <laughs> the man wishing for terrible yeah. weather. Yeah, no, I was. I was gutted on the. <laughs> You know, because Met Office gives you a week ahead. Yeah. It got to like Saturday the week before on Sunday. And I checked the Met Office, it's like, oh, Saturday, nice weather. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like every day checking, no, still nice weather, still nice weather, That's still great. nice weather. I'd love to know the percentage of people who were doing Langdale Horseshoe who were thinking like you were, like from a competitor. Yeah, yeah do you know what? It would favour me if it was claggy oh. and crap out there yeah. and, and wet and slick. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> the worst conditions the better I wanted everyone to have to read a map you know like, <laughs> yeah yeah um, and actually it was, that was the bit where I was with uh, running along with Billy and we were seeing you guys yeah. come through and, and you did like you took a different line to those guys you just were in the zone like I don't know if you're aware of me I think we'd sort of given you, I'd given you a bit of like encouragement yeah. and like, taking a couple of photos but yeah it wasn't like <laughs> smile and a thumbs up it was yeah, head down yeah. and head for both out and then uh, there was a, a, a group of three and there was a good bit of chatter going on behind, um, which I think it'd be more fun to come from either Donnie or Dan, what the words were that were through between them. But yeah, you were definitely out and, uh, and really going for it. So yeah, then you got to Bofell. Yeah. And yeah, I was quite happy that they hadn't caught me because obviously there's like some different lines you can take off Bofell and like round crinkles. Yeah. So at Bofell, I was like, I go like straight over the top and I think a lot of people can battle themselves. So yeah, straight over the top and then like down like a, the scree line and I think I, I see it Dan hasn't put it on Strava which is annoying but I saw Brent put it on Strava <laughs> and he went down like a tourist path and I think like, I got like a free minute on him just because oh, wow. he took that line yeah um, and then yeah I was running across um, past like three tarns and like there's a guy Carl in our club who was like Matt jointly water and I'm like no no get if you're if you're next to me they'll just see where I'm going I didn't want to like <laughs> see my line so oh, like leave me alone um, and then yes yeah, so I was able to just like sort of do my own thing on crinkles which is good because yeah I didn't want you don't want to be able to just take people like the same route if you think yeah. you might have a I don't think my route round crinkles is like I think you go faster if you went a bit higher up but like I can know I can like get it right every time yeah um, so yeah again and then like I was coming like up to like that last climb to like Red Gill I think it is and you're sort of looking to your left like oh shit they caught me they caught me yeah. oh, no I've still got a gap still got a gap 
Um, and yeah, got the top and then off bad step was all right. Like How just, was bad step? Did you use any special equipment? No, no, no. You just like, <laughs> I went round it. I take the little cut round to the left of it. Yes. Um, which is, it's still a bit faffy and a bit sketchy, but yeah, it's easier than bad step, I think. I'd recce that a couple, like I'd gone up in the tube the week before because that was the only bit I was a bit like, oh, I've only been off bad step like twice. So yeah, I want to double check that I'm all right with that. Um, and then, you know, like I was... And the, the harness does take a little bit, you know, it's no, a little bit no, of extra no, kit to yeah, carry. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit too heavy. <laughs> uh, maybe a little parachute or something like that. Or a slide, actually. You've got like a slide off bad step. That would probably work. That would be nice. Yeah, we could set one up if it's ever in the champs again. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, and then there's like that contour line round. I've literally no idea what the top's called. Yeah, I don't know what that next one is. And I was like patting myself on the back, being like, oh, yeah, I've got, got around all the technical stuff off bad step, and yeah. I put my foot in like a big hole. And, like, oh, yeah. Ankle. Yeah, yeah. And there was like a cracking noise, and I was like, oh, shit. Shit, that's not good. <laughs> and obviously, like, I kept running because there was nothing I could do, and like, I couldn't feel my foot for about five minutes. Um, oh. But yeah, and then it's then I sort of so like. So it was a classic, like. Everything's going really yeah, well. Yeah. And like, everything's going too well. Like, and uh, it was quite amazing because the stakes were pretty high, weren't it? It was like a, yeah. like a sudden death like yeah. for the champs at Langdale. Probably should have said that to start, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said everyone's listened yeah. to the preview episode, surely. And, uh, like, you know, that it was such a big, there was so much on it. And like, I was thinking that, like, I can find like a, the, the the most pointless race is stressful yeah so like we can't imagine what it was like for like you know the guys who had a chance of winning it which was mainly yourself dan and brennan like yeah. for the for the whole thing and yeah that so you've got that amazing like lift of i think i've i think i've got i played every part yeah. of my game well and then yeah <laughs> you just well, yeah. You, took, you took your eye off it it was so uh, <laughs> but like because of when it happened, there wasn't, you know, I just had to keep running. There wasn't like a question of, oh, shall I stop? Like if it had been like a, you know, like 10 minutes into the race, or I think if I'd been in a group then even, I think I'd have been screwed because I think I'm, yeah. like, I'm in too much pain, I can't keep going. But yeah. instead it's like, well, I'm out the front, I'm on my own. I've got to keep going, like yeah. I can't stop. Um, and I put, yeah, again, you're like, suddenly you've got pictures of them like reeling you in and like, yeah. That, that descent down to Blisco is so nice and runnable. Yeah. I think. Like, it is, so it? every single step was just like agony in my foot. Like, I was looking forward to the climb up because I was like, that'll take a bit of pressure off it. And usually I hate going up, but I'm all about the. I'm a downhill specialist, if anything. <laughs> so, rough, wet, downhill there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice. A lot, lot of thick clag, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so I got to the bottom of Blisco, still had a gap. Yeah. Um, was like, well, Could you see anything now? Could you see I anyone? Or? I wasn't really looking back. Yeah. I tried to, in general, try not to look back much during Yeah, it's like it's... game for yourself in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Like, not only would someone see that and think, oh, they're yeah. tired, but it's yeah. also like, yeah. keep, nah, keep well, on. Well, what happens is I think, oh, I should have a look back. And I was like, well, what's going to happen if I look back and I see him? I was like, oh, I'll run fast. I was like, well, fucking run faster anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the sort of, co- that conversation happens like every single race when I'm trying to get myself to look back. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was going up Blisco and that was like, I mostly walked it because I was pretty knackered by then and I was getting towards the top and like as a spectator she was go on Keswick and I was like fuck I was like well yeah. at least he had to yell it so like Brennan yeah. can't be right behind that's me that's true yeah if he and whispered then, it yeah yeah he was like oh go on Keswick <laughs> I'm like shit where is he 
Colourblind. Couldn't um, be colourblind. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the marshals, Nicky, in our club at the top was like, oh, go on, Matt, because it's right behind you. So I was like, shit. shit. Yeah. Um, my line off Blisco, apparently, yeah, there's like, they were like, there's about three or four or so, and the whole race went the way I go, like off to the right a bit. Yeah. Um, and I sort of, that was really stressed. By that point, I was quite stressed. Like, yeah. A lot of, like adrenaline a bit painful that sort of thing um, and you're like oh, you're like I've run that descent so many times and I was still like oh what if I'm on the wrong path you know should, yeah. I, get, should I get my map up and check like no stop being stupid just like yeah. you're fine you're fine I'm sure you're still thinking like Dan is part of that group with yeah, it. so yeah, you're expecting yeah. Dan to be right on yeah, like exactly. Dan's side there aren't you um, and then yeah so just like you just keep running and I hit the the cattle grid like uh-huh. punched and then I had like a look back up the hill yeah and oh, like, you did have a look back, yeah. Yeah, well, you, t- you turn like, you do like, you fair, do like a 90 yeah, degree yeah. right <laughs> angle. So this is the rule then. So like a 180 look back. back yeah, yeah. 90 degree 90 look degree. back. When it's the last, the last descent, you're allowed to look back. What's, what's the head action? It little, nah, just, little just, just, you know, subtle <laughs> as you push the control. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I couldn't see anyone. And then we were coming down, there's like the, you go straight down, like there's like the windy, past the windy footpaths and like, I was starting to get like a bit emotional, like, all right, trying to keep it together. Like, yeah. Um, through the campsite, had like another look back. Uh, so came, I was like, onto the road. Again, you're just you know, treating right, yourself. Right angles, you're just you're out, out you're out to, well, I was still like, in my head, like, I was still like right behind me. I, and think, then, I think it's justified at this point. Yeah, and then, yeah, like, running down the road was pretty cool. Like, like um, Jack Wright, who was last spotted attacking along the, the first, yeah. the first run out was somehow at the finish. That was quite impressive, miraculously, oh, wow. yeah. He just, uh, he cared so much about my race that he, he um, sacrificed his own to spectate, I think. What a guy. I think that's what he did. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. And like, yeah, all like the Ambleside helpers and stuff like at the finish were like cheering me in. And yeah, was, and then my, my foot really hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I was really, yeah, I was proper buzzing. And then it turned out I'd had like, like a good, quite a good gap. <laughs> I didn't really need to yeah. worry. Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, you yeah. Yeah, that was... That was then spent yeah most of the rest of the day in the ODG, um, with some ice from the pub on my foot and like yeah, Dan Kate I, yeah I don't know what happened to Dan really I haven't really spoke I spoke to him a bit after but yeah, I, yeah don't know if he just yeah lost it a bit and yeah I think Brent Brent seemed quite happy this run he was second and then Donny wasn't it Donny third yeah yeah it was good and we got won the team prize which is almost nice for Amble side at some point we'll we'll turn up to more chance races that that'd be really good. <laughs> Well, like the to win the overall teams, yeah, the series, yeah, yeah. We're not good at traveling Ambleside. Okay, we do. We love the relays. Come October and everyone, everyone's yeah. out in force. But like chance races, we get not. The, I I do get it because it's like you just got me onto like random rabbit holes now. No, I don't know rant about. I don't know rant about my club. I love my club, but like yeah, but this is fine. Um, you know when you're leaving the like driving yeah. to like. Say the Yorkshire Dales, and it's like the like the constant mountain range and sunlight behind me. I'm like, oh, I can kind of see why they're not leaving. And like, so okay, so it's 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 less it's it's just a, a deep love of oh, the lake yeah. fells. Yeah, they don't like leaving. Yeah. leaving oh, the why would we want to go anywhere else? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Long Mind, yeah, in February. Uh, I, I, wouldn't ex- this... I wouldn't expect an animal sighting at that. No. <laughs> Come on, animal sight. Yeah. You could. One day I'll be like you. Okay, what about the one? Well, you did, didn't you do, did you do Lower Borrowed Elf? Not yeah. Lower Borrowed Elf, um, Gisborough. I did Gisborough. 
So you're, yeah, you're like a borrowed out person with a passport, you know, you're like allowed out. Yeah, know? I go, I go out, there's a few of us that do go out, like, um, yeah, Gisborough is not my bag. I just really. call you Borodell. This is Yeah, my, I know, that's all right, I let it It's all right, yeah. <laughs> I, I have some kind of like name amnesia or yeah. something. I get them all muddled. It's good yeah, at 36, right. isn't it? Um, yeah, so yeah. It's all right, I'm not Cumbrian, so I'm not really insulted, but I am like, <laughs> adopted. So Ambleside would be your, what would be your first running club? We'll, we'll um, go back to a bit of the Matt Elkinson background. We kind of like skipped the foreplay for this podcast, yeah, so we, we went straight in. Yeah, we, you can rejig it all. <laughs> no, no, we've been chatting before, haven't we? I've been admiring yeah. your, your place here and it just felt like, nah, let's get into, let's get into Langdale straight from the off. But yeah, what, what, where had you been before you, you came to Ambleside? Um, so I, I'm from like, the Midlands originally, like yeah. near Birmingham. Fell running, was, like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's produced a lot of great, great <laughs> fell runners. They have, they have, yeah. Haven't got any hills to speak of whatsoever. <laughs> um, did a lot of orienteering, so that's why, yeah. I, like, I'm. That's why I like it, like shit weather and yeah, yeah, like running the map and compass. And then went to Sheffield Uni uh-huh. and got into sort of because like they, there's Shewock there, which is like the orienteering and fell running club. Yeah. Um, I got into fell running sort of through that, which went quite well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then finished uni and was like, oh, well, the Peaks is great, but like, where's better than the Peaks? Oh, I'll try and get a job in the Lake District. Oh, um, brilliant. So yeah, I was in like Dark Peak for two years before I moved to Ambleside. Yep. Um, so was Dark Peak your first running My club? first fell running club. I was in yeah. Kenilworth Runners. Yes, okay. For, for, yeah, from the fell running mecca that is Kenilworth <laughs> back in the day. Um, and then, yeah. And what were you doing, like half marathons or was that no, you being I, a bit younger? I didn't really like running when I was little. Yeah. Not, not so at what, all. what did you do for Kenilworth? Or, or um, were you on the fells? The, and the... the odd cross country race, I guess. Yeah, okay. And like the odd, very odd road. My dad runs, so yeah, he, he was in Kenilworth. He'd try and drag me along to bits and pieces. But it was mostly the orienteering and you sort of trying to get better at running to get better at orienteering. Yeah. Um, the orienteering club, Octavian Droopers, is a, it's just a daft name, but it's a... It's Octavian... A, Octavian Droopers, yeah. Droopers? Droopers, like D-R-O-O-B-E-R-S. <laughs> the Octavian um, Droopers, so yeah. that's a shout out. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's my... So I still, I still run for them, like, on, on the orienteering okay. scene. Um, Any other big names at the Droopers? Uh, Nathan Lawson. Oh, yeah. Another Drooba. Um, I'll say Will Gardner because I'll be upset that I've mentioned Nathan, not him. But like, <laughs> he doesn't do any fell running. Uh, Phil Vokes, Duncan Burtwistle. Um Yeah, so we got like, we've got some really like really good good yeah. runners. Um, and yeah, when when we were little, there's lots of, like junior competition and stuff like that. So I did a lot of that, um, but didn't really do much training because I wasn't that bothered. And then I went to uni and like. Like in my second year, I did like Tom Savile you had on last week, and then yeah. like, like a Johnny Crickmore, Will Gardner, like well. Jack Miller, Chris Owens, and they like when there's someone going for a run every day, it's quite easy to go for a run Get with someone. Um, I got a lot fitter that year, and that was yeah when I I think I'd had a shit year orienteering, and Savile was like, oh, there's a chance racing like Glossop, yeah, um, like up the nab. So I went and did that, and I quite like got like first under twenty three and like. I was like, oh yeah, this is this is pretty sweet. I think I'll I think I'll do more of this. Um, but yeah, and then so yeah, and then I'm also a member of like Hode Hill Harriers, which is like Alveston, like my local club here. Oh, okay. Like cross country and stuff, and a bit of road. But yeah, because we are here at your house in Alveston, and I've 
just come down from Eskdale and I was like, oh, okay, because you are, you're a little bit south of the, the hills yeah. really, aren't you? Yeah, I work in Barrow, so it's kind of like in between. in between, yeah, the hill. I'd love to live in like Ambleside or Grasmere or something, but yeah. I couldn't do an hour commute every day. No, like. it's must, yeah. Um, but then I moved here and I like, I was doing a lot of training with like Jack Wright and the Ambleside team, so like, I joined them rather than like say Blackcomb, which is a bit closer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, love, love Ambleside. Just need to get to the chance races a bit more. <laughs> Just need a team, team, yeah. team bus. Yeah. One day, one I day. Need a tour bus. Need yeah. a driver. Yeah, that'd be good. Apply with him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's like most of my yeah. Okay. Of my background. So yeah, so you did your first chance race with Tom and for, yeah, for, and that, was that in a dark peak bus? Yeah, yeah. So we that would have been so twenty sixteen and like I got I won English twenty twenty three. Tom won British twenty twenty three, and then like Reese Finley Robinson won. British, uh, and then we won like that's a serious house that is then isn't it? Like, well, a serious like not yeah. Who's <laughs> wasn't in that house? He was just from ah, okay. Dark Peak. Um, and then like, I think it was that year we won like British team, English team, Hodgson's, and British fell relays. Like, so I managed to do like all four and like one yeah. bit. But I was like, I was new to this. So I was like, oh, this is pretty this good. Is this fell on a cracker. Yeah. It meant, it meant like, <laughs> didn't mean as much to me as like winning them now would, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's sort of hooked me I guess and then yeah. six years later you get crowned English fell champ yeah yeah congratulations <laughs> yeah <laughs> jobs are good Dan sending a big congratulations over from Thailand as well yeah uh, I know I saw yeah he's <laughs> yeah looks like a good trip but yeah um, is it Innsbruck next year that seems nicer than Thailand I don't know like, yeah the, uh, well that I was wondering that because obviously you know, I should have done some research, but that would be that would be spoiling. Nah, you can pretend, it? don't worry. I'm trying to think who has won the champs back to back. Who successfully? When was it last successfully defended? With I think Carl Bills? Bell a few years ago. Okay. So I wouldn't have been that long ago. Yeah, because Billy fucked it a bit this year, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's my aim is to do a better job than Billy of defending it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was like he got yeah, well unlucky, yeah. didn't he? Cause he did. Cause he skipped. He skipped Gisborough to do Gisborough, three peach, fair yeah. enough, and then like. I think it was he ill before Bradwell, which is going to be yeah. short and like it just. Yeah. Because he'd won old crown and yeah, he yeah. thought, oh, he's And was like fourth up Lower Borrowdale, so yeah. he was like definitely in the mix. Yeah. And then, yeah, Bradwell was just like. If you're. If you're it's, it's like if you do four races, you're like. Your cha- your season was nicer. You were just slightly under the radar, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Buckton Pike, you're third, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Gisborough, you. Gisborough, fourth. Fourth. Buckton, yeah, third. Um. Oh. But then Lower, Lower Borrowdale, you were third. Lower Borrowdale, third, yeah. Yeah. So you're in the mix. Yeah. Without yeah. stealing the headlines. Yeah. And Buck, Buckton, Buckton's up. technically second for the English champs because yes, yeah, definitely. He's obviously Scottish. Yeah. I remember chatting to Dan after that, and he was like, um, "He was like, I've won my first champs race, but it doesn't really count." And I was oh. like, yeah, it does suck, doesn't it? <laughs> it does suck. All <laughs> that. And yeah, yeah, it was. It sort of came together right at the end, I think. Yeah. Well, it'll be a good. It'll be a good one next year. There's uh, I just would I've driven near it. Um, I, I want to call it. Dun-dun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, looking past there. And then um, what else is there? There's Long Mind in February. Yeah, yeah. Which, as you've discussed, it's gonna have a huge angle side. Yeah, I mean, out. I don't think even I'm planning to go that one. So we got there's no chance. And then there's one near Durham, isn't there? Like. There's one called Chapel Fell Top. I don't yeah, know that's that it. Is. That's near Durham. Um, 
And then Fairfield. Fairfield what? Fairfield and Longman are the two middles. Yes. Dudden and Sedbury are the two longs. Yeah. And Chapel Top and um, St John was not. No, it's the one up in Bossop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which the name? Escapes. Oh, Shelfmore. Shelfmore. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'd been sat in the pub for a good like hour after Langdale, and Nick sent me a photo with the race. He's like, "Get training, <laughs> get training." <laughs> yeah, yeah, get ready. You've got your foot up at the minute. You know, yeah. you're just trying to get it sorted. Yeah. And that's coming along all right. Uh, yeah, it's still a bit fat. Oh no, but you like, did a proper job then. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Gruesome. You're not a physio, are you? I need to be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you are. <laughs> oh, we we used to have a discussion about trying to avoid chronic instability, apparently. So. Um, but yes, I was on crutches for about two and a half weeks. Well, oh yeah. Just because I've like done a proper job. Obviously, you got X rayed then. Yeah, yeah. I got got X rayed Sunday. Wow. Um, yeah, elephant man ankle. That, that's, yeah, that's it's good, isn't it? For the amount of sprained ankles I've seen, that's some of the most purple bruising that I've seen oh. on one. And then my toes went purple as well. That was weird. I guess it's because you carried on just running. Well, I mean, what we, I had to. Yeah. No. Of course. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not one of those physios yeah, yeah, yeah. who's like, oh. That's what they said in the hospital. In the hospital they're like, why did you do that? Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. You should have probably stopped. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have helped. And so, yeah, I was on crutches for like two weeks, including like a holiday to Italy, which is really good. because They weren't like, understanding, you know. Nah. Well, there was one bit. She was like, she's doing like, you know, like poking at it and stuff. Yeah. And she, she goes, have you ever broken a bone? I was like, um, don't think so. No, like, no, touch wood. And she was like, Oh, I really hope you haven't broken your fibula. And I was like, well, yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say that. That's not helpful. <laughs> but yeah, no, so it wasn't, it wasn't fractured or anything. It just, just took a while. And and sorry, yeah, and you said you were on crutches and then you've been on holiday, haven't you? Yeah, Cause, yeah, because we had, me and Eve had um, Italy booked and so, like, it wasn't meant to be a run holiday, so it's all right, but just made, like, like going back doing tourists and on crutches and a bit of pain in the bum. Yeah, got you through security well quick, would recommend. Okay. I've still got the crutches if anyone wants to borrow them for yeah, that. Yeah, and you can, you can fill them full of stuff. Lovely, lovely, well, yeah, you? yeah. Like coming back, I was sort of, <laughs> I was walking normally by the time I came back, but I was like, obviously still like, oh, the through crutches. the airport, like, oh yeah, it's so mad. Like. Did you get to ride on the, uh, one of the little Oh no, that would be good, wouldn't it? I love airports for all of like, this is a pointless segue, but for all of like, the bespoke vehicles they have, like, there's vehicles yeah. at the airport you don't see anywhere else. And I've always wanted to just work just to, like, at an airport to go on them. And then the furthest I got with that idea was I was going to call my airline receding airlines. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, put a, I'll edit a laugh in. I'm laughing, yeah. It's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, so you've been on holiday. Your ankle's getting a little bit better. I yeah. Think. I feel like I, I, I should probably get sponsored by Zwift for this because it's going to get another drop to yeah, podcasts is. in, isn't it? it? Is. Um, yeah. But then I... They're yeah. great for injuries, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing it. I, I don't believe in cross-training. We've discussed this already, yeah. which I, yeah. I don't believe in cross-training. I'm firmly like, if you want to be a runner, just run. Yeah. But um, sort of this year, I think it was after Coldale Horseshoe, I had a whinge that... Brennan and Jebby had dropped me up a hill again. Okay. And Martin, my coach, was like, oh, you should probably do some cycling. That might help. And I was like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I got Zwifted probably like March, April time. And it's quite fun, I suppose. And like, you can race and stuff on it. Yeah. Did you 
this bit, bit, bit of a training question then. Did oh, you like, did you come back to him like, well, how's cycling going to help? And did he give you a good um, answer? Or is it one of those coaches that he says you do? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Like, it's, I do just take, you know, I do just listen to him. Like You're paying if, someone for advice. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. If I'm going to, if I'm going to, like, I don't see the point in, yeah, paying someone for advice and sort of half Questioning everything. Like, yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, he's happy to be questioned on why I'm doing stuff, but. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give it a try, like, do yeah. something different. And, yeah, it does seem to have helped quite a lot. Um, you know, do more volume. I think it's, I guess, I think it's maybe similar muscles to, like, uphill running muscles. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Like, I'm not doing it, generally, I'm not doing it instead of running. I'm doing it as well. So, like, yeah, I'll be, like, instead of, like, just an easy hour for the day, it'll be, like, you know, an easy 45 minutes running at lunchtime and then an easy hour on the bike in the evening. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, like, so once I've crunched my ankle, it was, it's been quite useful to, like, do some hard stuff again on it before because I'm not I'm back to jogging and yeah, yeah plodding about but not back up to fast running yet so nice to do a bit on that yeah and you're not back out on the fells yet are you we're talking a bit of, done a bit of trick because oh, they, they're like you've got you want to be running on soft ground yeah but not bumpy ground like how do I find soft not bumpy it's all bumpy like um, so yeah I'm doing like I've been on the trails this weekend a bit and yeah, I mean, in the physio manual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you you know, you start walking on a perfectly flat, yeah, uncambered yeah. surface. <laughs> and, then, and then you, like, progress. <laughs> and then you're jogging, yeah, you want to jog on grass, but then you don't want to yeah, jog on not, even. Not, not bumpy grass, no. Yeah, so you've literally got to find, like, you know, a pristine football pitch yeah, in yeah. the middle of Do town. Laps and laps and laps flat. and laps. Yeah, lovely. I haven't gone that far, though. Yeah, so yeah, it's I guess quite helpful. I guess it's good. It's so, not just Zwift, is it? As well, it's having a turbo. But I guess yeah, yeah it would be the yeah. Well, but then Zwift makes it more fun. Yeah, I think. Or for me anyway, because like, I don't know. Yeah, it makes it more a lot more engaging than just cycling. I don't think I could do it if it was just sitting cycling. Yeah. Um, whereas I can do hours on Zwift relatively happily. <laughs> Coming back to you saying that you quite like the uh, rough and the, the wet stuff. Yeah. So it's quite interesting because I've been up Scarfell twice in the last two days and obviously my first pair of trainers got soaked through so I tried a different pair and uh, it doesn't matter, no one's sponsoring me but... Okay, no one's sponsoring me yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did Hashtag you... VJ, best grip on the planet. <laughs> well, this is it. This is it and this isn't rehearsed. Yeah. So uh, my mate Neil, the other captain of Totley, the one who's smart, he didn't like, I don't think they fitted him, so it was just a fit yeah. issue he had with some VJ Rocks. And yeah. I've heard everybody oh. saying, oh yeah, VJ Rocks are, are grippy. They're the best you. And I did a little like visual, like visual, you know, out in the field, and I was like, okay, people running well at Langdale Horseshoe, VJ Rocks. Yeah. People like negotiating, I mean, Joe Oldfield, I know. What was he in? I think he must have been was in he those, Because he was in bright red ones. Yeah. Well, they they've got some V. They got some new V. I'm, I'm. I think so. I'll show you my like. Yeah. Room. I just have a room of shoes. It's great. Oh, I can't wait. Best that. thing in my new house. <laughs> <laughs> room yeah, just for shoes. Oh, they got like VJ. I can't remember cool, but there's a pair of VJs that are out now that like bright red. It might be them. It might have been because yeah. the way he leapt off both out. Yeah. That's like my mental imagery now for yeah. how to negotiate rocks. But he, yeah, most of the people who are in VJ rocks seem to be doing nicely. Yeah. So I went up on Saturday in them and I didn't slip when I was jumping yeah. across wet rocks. I was very confident, I felt sure footed. So they were wet, so I thought yeah. So rock is in, in the title of the yeah. shoe. 
They're going to perform well on rocks. And oh, not great. They're like trail shoes, aren't they? Really? Yeah, they weren't. They weren't horrendous, but like, yeah, I'm struggling to find what that shoe offers yeah. my shoe collection. Yeah, no, like Langdale, I went out and bought a new pair of Irox for. Especially so English like, Felchamp, yeah, BJ, English Felchamp, he loves your Irox. But then, but then to be fair, like I've got, I've got, I think I've run in like different shoes for most races this year, just because yeah. yeah, I like. I like a bit of like I've got enough shoes that's like ah oh, it's this condition so I'm going to wear this exact shoe. Should we go? Yeah, we can if you want. Take a brief, brief respite. Yeah, well, no, no, we'll go with the mic. <laughs> this might this might not make the final edit, but that's all right. You'll be happy. We're, we're heading for Matt's shoe collection. Matt's kit room. Matt's kit room. Doesn't smell too bad. This is epic. How many pairs do you reckon you've got? Uh, I'd say like 15 to 20, I don't know. Nice. Well, yeah, if you're running out once or twice a day in them as well, they all get wet, don't they? Yeah. Well, then most, to me, you say that, and most of them probably like get used like, once, like a couple times a year. You have like one, one or two pairs you use lots of. Have you, had a pair, have you got a pair in here that you've not worn this year? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, oh, most, the most expensive oh, 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 oh. pair. <laughs> Hello. Um, so yeah, some carbon. Some Vapor flies for that road racing that I've just not got around to. They're like fresh. I think, yeah, I think apart from that, I tend to buy them two years. Like, yeah, I got the Irox because I'm like, I want like as fresh as possible for Langdale. Four tiers. That's that's where you're beating me. I've got a two tier one at home. And I need another one though, don't yeah. I really? And yeah. a shelf. No, this is great. This is just what we want. When I when I went out to Kenya and we went in like this guy was a really good half marathon runner and he was you know, there wasn't a lot in his house, but there was a lot of trainers yeah. and he was proper proud of them, it was great. He just had them everywhere. It's yeah. just the way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well you need you never know. Like what if it's dry, what if it's wet, what if it's sunny? <laughs> There's gonna be people listening to this thinking, How do I become the English Bell champion? Buy more shoes. They're gonna have that little notepad out and I'll be like Loads of trainers. <laughs> yeah, you you wanted a break then, didn't you? It's uh, it's hard, it's isn't it, being interviewed? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, I like talking about running. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So, um, will you will you be thinking of heading to some European races next year? Will you be? Are you gonna? You slightly say we're gonna see you defend this title. I'll try to. I'm not sure. <laughs> I will. Like I got. I wasn't expecting to win, so it was like, I don't know, I can't expect to win again next year. Yeah, yeah, it was like, it went really well for me. So, I, uh, um, I did, I did one in Zermatt this year, and that was pretty cool. So I actually like, I know they like doing another one or two this year. And then like when we went to Italy, it was so Eve was because Eve was running Trophy of Anoni, and so that was like that's that's a good. So we were talking about this. Apologies, Eve. I must have got your last name wrong on Fell Running News. So there's a bit of Italian in it, isn't there? And it's yeah. Eve Pannone. I think so, yeah. <laughs> no pressure on me to get it right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were out there for that. Oh, she was out, stayed out there for that. And I was like, this looks pretty cool. I want to do that. And then there's just so many races, like not just 
you know, it's like you want to do the English and the British Champs, you want to do the Lakes Classics, you want yeah. to do all the races in the lakes. And then, then you start looking at like, yeah, Fletcher Trail looks pretty cool. Like that Swiss one was awesome. Yeah. Um, Sierra's and Al stuff. You did that this year, didn't you? Yeah, I had a shocker. Oh, oh it was a good though. <laughs> it's an amazing event. Yeah. I worked out I might have been in the middle of a big doping scandal. I waved to... Oh, you'd have been higher up. Yeah. <laughs> I waved to Killian the day before the race. Not that he was in a yeah. doping scandal. And then I saw... Well, I these... You never know, do you? You never know. Uh, I saw these two Kenyan guys wandering around with bottles of beer the morning yeah. before the race. <laughs> and this Swiss guy jumped in a font and said, oh, this is what you do after the race. And they were looking at him like, is this guy for real? Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and then it turned out one of those lads was the one who won, and then... Yeah, they got yeah. done, yeah. Ah. So, I don't know. It's a shame, that, because like, it was kind of cool, some like, East Africans yeah, coming yeah. and getting involved in yeah. the trail stuff. Well, have you seen the like the World Champs results from like, last night? Have you been following them? I have a I little bit. I know it's bit. not fell running, but yeah, no, I suppose I have, you talk about trail running. <laughs> yeah, I have been following it a little bit, because um, we the British women got... Silver, silver, yeah, yeah. I did look, honestly. Yeah, I think it was silver, wasn't it? Yeah, the British, yeah, smashed yeah. it. And they've done really well because Billy, Billy's got a bronze, hasn't he? Yeah, the the, the, the forty k. I think the teams both got bronze. Yeah, and Johnny Al- John Alban got like an individual bronze. That's so it. Maybe the tournament's all. Um, Chris Jones, another orienteer, got fifth. It's all about the orienteers. It is, isn't it? Uh, Wish I'd had a bit of orienteering experience yeah. when I was around yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I think there was like loads of like, uh, quite a few East Africans like doing that, like Uganda and Kenya starting to like get yeah. more involved, aren't they? Um, I guess Waiting for them to come and get involved in trail running. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if there's enough money in it, is there? Like, it's money in trail running, they can't live off like Pete Bland vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do a lot with that. <laughs> Yeah, um, that would that would that would shake it up a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some some European races. What else do I line up? I can't. Remember. I've, I've I've thought about it already. Yeah. I I didn't want to think about it, and then Mike was like, "What are we doing next?" I was like, oh, "Fuck off!" I just want. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just enjoy it for a bit. <laughs> he could. He like, basking. He, it was like. So yeah, the race was Saturday, and he emailed me on like Monday. He's like, "Yeah, do you want to call this week to discuss like the next race?" And I was like. Oh. Um, so I wanted to do like so he's well he's obviously quite pleased yeah yeah no he's chuffed and like I couldn't have done it without him he's like a massive massive part of it I guess yeah um, he's very like I I like planning stuff out but I like not having to make decisions that's quite nice like yeah I, I don't, can see that I don't have to worry about or oh, is this should I be doing this session like how many reps should I be doing like yeah. how hard should I be doing it am I doing enough volume like there's so many things to think about like am I getting my taper right should I be yeah. wrecking like so it makes life a lot easier on that front. How 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 often does your training arrive? Like your schedule, is it like a massive one mapped out, or is it coming for? Usually, or? like three months worth. Um, but obviously, like mm-hmm. it'll change if stuff, you know, if things happen or yeah, um, if things aren't going well. But yeah, I'm usually quite like I. It's easy. Just yeah, he just sends me a list of like running to do, and I just do that. And you it's like, do the work. Most of it's just easy running, so it's like ah, easy job, lovely, yeah. easy yeah. hour. Um, and I speak to him like yeah whenever I need to I guess if like I guess if it's going well they don't speak to him because it's like I'm just training and it's yeah. just just crack on but so how long has he been your coach for? Um, about a year and a half now so okay. sort of like March last year yeah I got I got in touch with him in January last year 
um, like after lockdown, I'd been like ill and wanted to get back into like was like right, what can I do to like try yeah. and get as good as I possibly can. Got in touch with him and he was like, ah, oh, now I'm full. So <laughs> fob me off the first. The fir- fob me off of the first attempt. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't like taking too many people on. I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he got back in touch with me in like March and we had like a bit of like a Skype chat and stuff like that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. And last year was all right. Like, but this year has been like a lot. I don't know. It's sort of all come together, I guess. What do you think year. it's been different? I mean, without giving his secrets mm. away. Uh, I don't know. Lots of, like, the Zwift probably has helped. That, yeah. That's that's an obvious one that I've started doing this year that I didn't do last year. Uh-huh. Um, I guess, like, the consistency, with him, like, like the consistency of my training is like just like really really good really dull but like no not dull but like really really good like um before like having this injury like I've, since working i don't think i've had like a like you know i had a half day like ill or injured off or anything like that's that brilliant. Like, yeah yeah that's pretty good um yeah and then there's a little is that because you don't think he's setting you too much or... yeah 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 he's good like gauging that level at which you just like keep training yeah indefinitely so you got you doing a couple of sessions a week um usually just like one or two yeah which yeah. is less than you I, I was like a classic you know tuesday yeah. intervals thursday yeah. intervals saturday race or something yeah. sunday long run yeah that's like the staple in it that's what everyone does um but yeah so like less than that really and yeah to start off with you a bit like oh well, can i be doing mm. more please um but now nah, it seems to have seems more to have volume oh. uh, less volume okay now in terms of like mileage i suppose again like you were just i was just so i when i was it going wrong somewhere because people love it when it's i'm not going, sure if it was going yeah. wrong it just like <laughs> no i don't say it was going wrong you know just like it could be going better I suppose. yeah okay um because like you're just trying to get that like because i wasn't shite before like, yeah I'm still all yeah. right but you just try and get like that, that little extra bit to like to make it go really well i suppose yeah um and i was doing like i tried different amounts of like mileage and stuff and to see what you know what i can do like before i was working with him you know like, oh, what would happen if i did like a couple of hundred mile weeks would it yeah and i was like oh i'm quite tired now <laughs> like <laughs> what you tried to have yeah 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 because oh nice one and then and then like i think it was just before i started working with him and he like he looked at my training and was like what changes like, i was just Curious, like, yeah, yeah, see what happened. Um, yeah, it's in all the books, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone throws it around. But um, are you doing like hilly miles? Uh, not necessarily, no. Okay, because I always think that, like, there's a hundred miles of yeah, like, yeah. road not, running. To clarify, I'm not doing a hundred miles of any running at the moment, yeah, yeah. In general, that's not happening. <laughs> um, like, a lot of it's still on the roads and on the flat stuff, but I think he's good at. Or it's good for making me do like specific sessions. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm doing like a race with like lots of little short climbs, and I should probably go and do like yeah. short hill reps. But you can't really be asked, and it's a bit. I don't know it's windy, so you just go and do this session. Do what you like. Do the um, session you like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so having someone tell you to do the sessions you don't like is really helpful. Yeah, um, and that's interesting. So because I've moved from Sheffield to Haversage, and then because all the hills of the peak are on yeah. my door it's like feels yeah. rude not to yeah yeah and I've been loving it so I'm going up something almost every day and I'm like 
should I be doing some flutter running sometimes? Should I? And, and it's, I'm kind of like, like where you are in terms of, let me really clarify this. First of all, <laughs> Charlie not, Baker, not, English spell champion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> By that, I meant, <laughs> like, I think my running's going all yeah, right, yeah. but I don't know how to take it yeah, to yeah, the next level. I mean, you should have seen me when I was 33rd at the South Yorkshire Cross Country the other week. It was just like Matt Elkington at Langdale. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm sort of in that phase where I'm like, oh, what, you know, I'm loving my running and that's kind of why I haven't, I'm sort of teetering on, do I get a coach or yeah. do I go down that? Because I'm loving my running and that seems to be the biggest thing for me at the minute and I'm having lots of fun and trying different things and then there's another part of me that's like, around 36, you sort of like, I'm approaching the best years, Yeah. do you know what I mean? And it's like, well, do I want to get the maximum performance out of me? At the minute, I'm getting the maximum enjoyment. Yeah. But, like, do I want to get the maximum performance? I sometimes think, and, yeah, it's trying to work like that, you know, am I... You get a lot of questions, don't you, if you're training yourself. Part part of it was, like, looking and thinking, well, like, I want to try and get the most out of myself I possibly can. Yeah. And not regret not trying, I suppose. Um... But then, like, I really, I like, when you talk about the enjoyment, like, I still really enjoy it. And, like, I do it, and mm. trying to be as good as you possibly can is part of the it's enjoyment, isn't enjoyment. it? I think. Yeah, definitely. I like, you know, like, if you try having a coach, and you might, you might decide it's not for you anyway, but it's like, at least yeah. you tried, tried it. And then maybe they've given you, like, some different ideas and different ways to train that you hang on to and stuff like that. Yeah. Not like I'm advertising for any, any coach. <laughs> but, yeah. He's um, full, Mark. Just get a good coach. That's, that's, that's the key. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get a good coach yeah that's the key one get a good coach get a really bad one yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, co- I'll coach you, you. <laughs> send us a tenner I'm there yeah oh, do it cheap um, okay yeah. yeah so he's probably he's made you've been more consistent having yeah. a coach it sounds like you've done slightly less sessions yeah yeah you've probably. popped a little bit of swifting in around yeah. there to, to feel better on the uphills you got a big room full of shoes. <laughs> yeah. Lots of reckies. Do you think I recce like every chance race this year, which I yeah. don't usually do. Because like, if it's like obvious, you don't bother, but it makes a bit of a difference. I it's guess. even tougher for Ambleside. What do you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, can't leave twice. That's, that's ridiculous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a passport stamp both times. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, reckies. It makes it a big undertaking, doesn't it, the chance when, when you feel feel like that? Because actually, you know, the way it spreads out through the year, then you've got the recce's as well. Yeah, yeah. you just, like we... I suppose that's worked, has that worked with Eve doing the champs as uh, well? That does help. I don't yeah. have to arrange seeing her around. <laughs> it's like, what are we do this weekend? Oh, we can recce this race together. <laughs> That'll be nice and romantic, won't it? Like, Nice little weekend trip up to Jurist Oh, lovely. Is she um, a good orienteer? No. Okay, so um, it's Matt, not, Matt I don't have to, I don't have to be like, I won't insult her here. Just, no, she's not. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's yeah. not an orienteer, she's just a fell room. Yeah. I'll just do it. So, yeah. And then I'll be, I'll be like, like we were doing like Langdale, we were wrecking Langdale together and I was like, right, I'm going to go this way. Mm-hmm. Like the, the line off both fell, I was like, you won't like this line. Yeah. So I got like, I was, it was me, her and Ben Abdelnor. Yeah. And I was like, Ben likes to take the tourist path. You, you can wreck it with Ben and I'll do the street line because I know you'll hate it. Um, 
Pretty yeah, good. it makes life a lot easier that she does them as well. I think, I think it, me and Billy saw her around the bad step and she took your sensible line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't shown her that. I think we'd only recceed the first half together. Yeah. Um, that was quite funny, actually. I think Billy was showing people round to the, the non-bad step line. Yeah. And I actually was at one point in the fell race actually telling people where to put their feet yeah. climbing down the bad step. I sort of stayed there and helped like three or four people down it. It was, tell you what, like we're talking about how stressful it must have been for you. It was a lovely, lovely little run that we were yeah. just cheering yeah. people on and just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, most of the questions that people sent to me just seemed to be around your name. I mean, I get really great questions from the Totley group. If you've got a cup of tea that's too hot to drink, are you better off to add milk straight away and leave it to cool, or leave it to cool and then add milk? So that wasn't. Who's not you? That people, wasn't regarding your name. Sorry, yeah, but who's not? Put, who's not like just putting milk in as they make the cup of tea? <laughs> well, this is Neil, <laughs> other captain of Totley. Um, <laughs> Why matte and not gloss? Right, they've got to have some better ones. Nice, nice. Um, if the elk was a wrestler, what would your entrance music be? <laughs> what would your special move be? <laughs> um, I think you know uh, Thunderstruck. The intro to Thunderstruck is a pretty good. Nice. That's a that's a banger. I'd have that. Can we play that at the start of the podcast? As like yeah. A, Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could have had that at the start of the fell race. Yeah, yeah. I think, right. that'd be, I think that'd be a great intro music. So do you think we need more theatricals at fell Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two fireworks. Walkout music. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Would you rather have what sits for toes or monster munch for ears? Right. I don't think um, I've got... <laughs> I mean, no, I'm considering these as genuine questions. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> it, it depends, because if they're actually made of what's it, like the moment you stand in something wet, your toes are disintegrated. Yeah. But otherwise, shape-wise, they're pretty sound. And like, they no, are, aren't they? no one can see them most of the time, so probably and the what's-its. You'd have the what's-its for toes? I think so. Assume they're not going to like fall off or anything. So we're saying that they don't have crisp properties? Yes. I just have orange toes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they smell similar. Um, right. What's... I'm sure there was actually a question. No, it was mainly stuff about Matt Elkington, because on in Instagram you're the running elk, aren't you? Good plug, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> so please that like, follow. <laughs> yeah, please follow Matt, and then VJ Rock will sponsor him, because yeah. he is just fantastic on the wet stuff in those. And then, is that like your spirit animal? What, an elk? The elk? No, it's just my surname, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Elkington's my surname. It just makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You were good with those questions. Humored, I love nonsense questions. Well. You love nonsense questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, How you can I work with it? <laughs> would, if you had a weird version of tinnitus, would you rather have Eiffel 65 blue... Or Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman on Loop. I think Blue, I prefer the song. <laughs> yeah. That one is from <laughs> Steve Franklin. Oh, nice. Who, funnily nice. enough, loves Shania Twain, Man, I Feel yeah. Like a Woman. Draw your own conclusions. Um, I feel like Josh Williams asked something about, yeah, why did you not get christened Matthew Moosington? 
So I get the English Bell Chat on my podcast. I think our oh, people send me loads of yeah, great yeah, questions for questions. him. And we just do stuff about... Which one of us is a joke, Charlie? Me or you? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously the serious podcaster here. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, I think it's hard, isn't it? I felt like Dan had trash talked to you a little bit before. Good. I like, oh, I like, oh, Dan's good for trash talking and we always, yeah. like, we've been trash talking to each other on start lines for like a couple of years now. Okay. Oh, usually, okay. usually he comes, like, we both tend to turn up and just tell each other how fast we both are and how we're both in the shape of our lives, that sort of oh, thing. Oh, that's great. Oh, I didn't realise this. Yeah. I worried, because my, I, I wasn't aware of that and I worried that maybe, like, it is revved Dan up a bit too much yeah. like having you know, oh no I was like still I, podcast I was still then. on the start line going oh Dan is your shoelace undone like <laughs> stuff like that like doing my best to get in his head it's perfectly <laughs> fair game yeah ah right yeah. Oh, well has anyone ever got you really good then with kind of like no, I don't think so no. have you got anyone else really good yeah I'm Dan <laughs> <laughs> Dan's DNF <laughs> Like the shoelaces weren't done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just yeah. Um, no. And obviously, this has been a bit of a highlight of your your running. What have you ever had any real like lows or any real terrible experiences on the fells? Um, nothing like stands out. Yeah. I had a really really horrible run up to like from like Langdale to Scarfell Pike once in the snow and I was really hungover oh god that was the only reason it was horrible because I was really hungover it was like an absolutely beautiful day oh, we were god. running back and we sat down for a bit and I was like Jack how far's left can I see the map and he's like I'm not showing you the map because if I show you the map you, you'll just stop yeah. I was like oh <laughs> was there any vault? no no I don't think so <laughs> it's one, one of those when you know I, like I shouldn't have been driving <laughs> whoops <What? laughs> oh I did have it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why were you so hungover? Oh, I just did, did a lot of drinking when I moved here, I guess. Nice. That, there you go, that's what I drink less now. <laughs> that probably helped. Was that from the coach? Did he say, less boozing, please? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that just happens, you're like, oh shit, I'm paying it much. You'd probably, yeah. probably stop drinking quite as much and yeah. eat better and stuff like that. Yeah. Sleep more, that's a good one, sleep more. That's a... Is that another one of his? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's just a, that's just that's a just life a tip, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're sat in the office staring at the floor thinking, oh, I could have a nap on that, that looks really comfy, then you're probably too tired. <laughs> nice. Um, if you could go for tea with one fell running legend, who would it be and what would you have for tea? Right, so Savile, last week, stole my answer for this. Yeah, he did. In that we had a nice romantic meal with Finley Wilde in uh, Can you remember what he cooked? It was probably chilli and rice because we were racing. Like, there was. <laughs> Did he have you all drunk? Why could no one remember what you ate? No, that, it was like that is literally. I wouldn't remember who I had dinner with. I remember what I had. <laughs> Finley. So we did this like the the old the old tracks has like loads of different races. Mm. So Jack and Finley were racing on Friday in the extreme. Yep. Savile was racing Saturday in the Sky or the Ultra. It was called. And me and Will were racing on a Sunday in the active, yes. which is definitely not the punter one. Um, so, so it was like, what should we have tea tonight? I was like, oh, well, someone's racing tomorrow, so we're having chilli and rice. Chilli yeah. and rice. Um, and yeah, Finley came and cooked a nice romantic meal, and that was lovely. Yeah. And you know, they say, don't meet your heroes. He, he just about lived up to the hype, so it was all right. Yeah. But then I've got to beat him now, so 
at some point someone's got to beat him. Yeah, that's true. If I've gone like British, I've gone third, then second. So um, mm. either I'll just get him to not turn up, I guess. Yeah. Hang so on. in place of him, I think. Have you been thinking about this all week? Yeah, no, I actually have. <laughs> it's been a busy week in work. <laughs> um, uh, have you read the Fast Allowed book with, about Gary Devine? I think I'm not yet, uh, but it's on the list. Yeah, so I think a couple of beers with Gary Devine would be pretty pretty good fun. But would be yeah. divine, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So <laughs> nice. You're gonna edit that in or out? In. <laughs> <laughs> so beers with divine. Yeah. Like it, because because I'm just getting like you're just getting the whole image of this big big restaurant, aren't you? So you're having a couple of beers with Gary at the bar, yeah, yeah. hoping it to generate a little bit. Tom's like. Oh, Billy. We were all like that. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's just having a carbonara Billy. with... Who did Billy pick? Ian Holmes. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 And then I think there's a few more people who just need to get asked the question. And what are you uh, and Divine having with your beers? Do you know? Just... Hot dog. <laughs> yeah, where was going? <laughs> chippy, <laughs> chippy tea halfway through. Like, Something like that. Roast potatoes off the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's easy. Yeah. Sound. Yeah. Nathan, you would want to get across for the audience. You've been a brilliant guest and it's flown as well. We've nearly been going an hour. Have we? Yeah. Um, and God, all that nonsense. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I was thinking, God, this would be quite easy to, to edit. I don't think I have to do too much. Oh, okay. That's worrying. <laughs> um, no, not really. So we've talked about We've dropped the running elk in there. That's yeah, yeah, going to get its followers. Try to jump VG in there in the, in the yeah, optimistic VG. hope. If not, innovator, all right, I guess. <laughs> no, <they're not>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, any words for next season? Uh, yeah, so, trying to defend the issue. Yeah, have a crack at the British. Nice. Maybe there's, like, the mountain running stuff in there that, like, yeah. is always, I don't know, it's quite tough to get into, but it's a bit more runny, a bit more runnable. Yeah. Which isn't my bag. <laughs> which is not what you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there like something that's less runnable out there that you can have a good crack at? Um, maybe some of the sky races, but then they get a bit longer. And I like, I like short races. What's your ideal distance? Uh, probably about like an hour, I'd yeah. think. Oh, Grass, Grassmere is my favourite race, that's a... But that's like 12 minutes, 13 <laughs> minutes, 10, yeah, I guess. Um, that's class, that. that's just so short and like brutal, a little bit. Yeah, okay. But yeah, all the, all the money's in big long stuff now, isn't it? All the, all yeah. the, all the hype. That's where you get a cap and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to name a brand there, it's like or something. Sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you need to start wearing a really shit cap though, yeah, that yeah. needs to be the new thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Bit of orienteering again. Just for now, like just cro- try and get my ankle sort of do some yeah. cross country. Got maybe, hopefully a road race. Try and run like a PB because because you bought those. Cause I bought some babe flies. They get a bit dusty. Yeah. PB at what what distance are you going at? Ten k, I think. Nice. We'll go for. What's I've, your current? Thirty two forty four. Ooh, nice. I think I could. That was like four years ago. So I that think was pre carbon shoes. Pre carbon shoes. Pre COVID. Um, Pre me getting fitter, I think. I like to think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully I could knock a chunk off that. I reckon you can. Shoe my ankles. Sorted. 
I did Nationals Cross this year and I was like 104th. Yeah. Which is, like I had a really good run, I was really happy, but it's, it's quite close to a very round number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's got to be try, something to try and tick off next year, top 100, yeah. You'd be flying up there. Yeah. Okay. Sounds pretty good. Okay, well, get ready now because it's time for fell running news. We're going to be going through the overall results of the English Championships of 2022 and beginning with the Women's Open. The winner of the Women's Open was Hannah Russell of Helm Hill Runners. She collected 125 points over the course of the year coming back from injury in time to place, I think, second at Langdale and get herself enough points to get her over the line and take the trophy. Nicola Jackson, who was fantastic at Langdale, leading the way, a really strong run and a great win at the race, came in in second on 119 points. Sharon Taylor of Helm Hill Runners was third with 114 points. As we've just been hearing, Matt Elkington of Ambleside Athletic Club won the Men's Open Championships with 201 points. Behind him was Brennan Townshend of Keswick with 192 points. And third was Ben Rothery of Ilkley Harriers with 187 points. In 133rd, the incredibly handsome and the handsomely incredible, Charles Baker collected eight points. Moving on to the under 23s, first we had Harry Bolton of Keswick with 36 points. Great championship win for him followed shortly by Alex Mason of Dark Peak Fell Runners with 24 points. And in third was Toby Gill of Matlock Athletic Club with 21. The winner of the women's under 23s was Eve Pannone of Eden Runners with 36 points. In second, we had Finty Royal from Lancaster University with 30 points. And third, Alice Gamble of Sheffield University with 23 points. On to the Vet 40s men. The winner was Donnie Clark of Todmers and Harriers with 168 points. And even better news, Donnie has confirmed that he will be coming on to the podcast uh, I'm very much looking forward to meeting him and planning a little trip up to Todmorden to uh, meet the man himself. Second was Robert Jebb of Helm Hill Runners with 157 points. And third was Matthew Roberts of Calder Valley Fell Runners with 155. The first Vet 40 female was Sharon Taylor of Helm Hill Runners with 88 points. Second was Emma Hopkinson of Wharfdale Harriers with 79. And third was, I hope I get this right, Majka Kunika of Dark Peak Fell Runners with 74 points. On to the Vet 45s, we had 
In the women's, Lou Osborne of Ambleside, she came first at the trophy with 81 points. Ruth Thackeray of Bingley Harriers was second with 78 points. Deborah Gowans of Todmorden was third with 70 points. Robert Jebb was back to take the Vet 45 trophy with 164 points, followed by Carl Gray of Calder Valley with 157, who was joint there with his teammate Gavin Mulholland of Calder Valley with 157 points. They're probably the fastest pair. Um, Vet 40s. The men's, we had Carl Gray taking it home from Calder Valley with 125. Uh, Gavin Mulholland got 121. I can't figure that out, but that's how it fell. Um, Charlie McIntosh of Pudsey and Bramley, he came third with 106 points. In the women's, uh, Lou Osborne from Ambleside was the winner with 45 points. Ruth Thackeray uh, of Bingley again was there second with, just checking I'm not reading out the same results, it's the same isn't it yet, with 41, 41 points and Deborah Gowans of Todmorden was third with 33 points. Okay, so, yep just checking that because it's Deborah Gowans again in the vet. 55s she was the winner so she got that trophy in the end um you know in her actual age group and the second was melanie blackhurst of todmorden with 38 and rowena brown of boland fell runners with 35. first vet 55 male was john deegan of ambleside with 120 points john hunt of dark peak fell runners was second with 118 and also second was Charlie McIntosh of Pudsey and Bramley with 118 points. Vet 60s, Mark Roberts was the champion from Borrowdale Fell Runners with 85 points. Philip Pearson from the Northern Fells Running Club was second with 81. William Proctor from Helm Hill Runners was third with 71. In the women's, um, Rowena Brown of Boland was first with 48. Becky Waite of Bingley Harriers was second with 37. And Totley's Pat Goodall was third with 35 points. Pat, now club legend Pat Goodall, was the Vet 65 champion with 36 points. Excellent from her. Second was Wendy Dodds of Dallam Running Club with 27. And third was Jan Forrester of Matlock Athletics Club with 25. First was William Proctor, Helm Hill Runners with 88. Second was Richard Bellaris of, I hope I got that one right, of Clayton Lee Moores Harriers with 64. And third was Keith G. Holmes from Dark Peak Farmers with 62. On to the Vet 70s, we had Robert Taylor of Pennine Fellrunners with 30 points, winning the trophy there. Second was Andy Watts of Cheshire Hill Racers with 24. Third was David Tate of Dark 
Pete Fellrunners with 23. And in the women's, it's another Fellrunning legend, isn't it? I mean, she came second in the Vet 65s. It's Wendy Dodds from Dallin Running Club with 36. Second, Jan Forrester of Matlock with 30. Third, Beryl Buckley of Glossopdale Harriers, who I think I had the pleasure of meeting and meeting her husband at the Bill Fox Gravy Pud last year. She uh, had run very well there. The Vet 75's David Tate of Dark Peak Fellrunners. He won that trophy uh, with 36 points. Loving this 75-year-old's taking on the English Fell Champs. Second, Raymond Brown, um, Peniston Footpath Runners and Athletic Club, 34. And Adrian Dixon, you could think it's France, but I think he's just an FRA member. Um, he came third with 30 points. So there we go. That is the Fell Running News for the day. Uh, anything that you'd like to send in for Fell Running News, please don't be shy um, and yes we look forward to making more news next year well done to everybody who's uh, travelled up and down the country for the Fell Champs it's been great fun it's been great fun reporting on it for you um, some incredible performances and I think if we can just keep having fun on the road getting around enjoying the hills What's not to love? Well done, everybody. So some of you sharp-eared listeners will have been hearing in the last two podcasts that there has been a little bit of praise for cross-training on the bicycle. I've gone deep, I've gone on Google search and I've found an article on Outside Online by a certain Mr. Rick Prince, written in 2020. And his bullet points was that he felt it mimicked the movement of running. It strengthens the calf muscles. It strengthens the shin muscles. It engages the core. It builds the aerobic engine. And it can boost the anaerobic systems. That was if you were doing some intervals on the bike. So there is an argument that, you know, a less impacting act of cycling can add to your training and... Uh, boost your uphill running skills but I was thinking about it the other way out on a run and sometimes on the occasions where I feel I've run well up a hill I feel like the act of running has sometimes mimicked cycling well up a hill so getting in a good rhythm um, it not feeling you know if you get into like the highest gear on the bike and you're standing up on the pedals yeah that's great for the uh, the last few the last few rep, um, the last few repeats of you know, the last the last push for the for the summit, but at the same time, it's not great if you're standing up from the get go on a hill. And I think you know, I was trying to think of that running up Wind Hill yesterday. If I'm in standing up mode, if I'm striding, bounding up that hill from the start, I'm probably going to tire my quads or tire tire something if I'm using too much power. So. Yeah, I've really focused on feeling smooth and had a nice run. But rather than the thoughts of me, why not turn to the thoughts of some of Great Britain's um, mountain running squad? 
and what they think about when they run uphill. always whoever you are wherever you are have a great time running and i look forward to speaking with you soon that was the podcast we talked about running we talked about other things too thank you for joining we hope you enjoyed it Bye. Foot.